Welcome to the Heaping Scoop Podcast, where balance meets lifestyle, the best place to get your mind and body in shape, with your hosts, Andrew Shepard and Bryce Wiggins. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, we have a special guest and friend and a fellow Trinidadian here with us, Christian Mansour. Welcome. Hey, guys. Super cool to be here. Happy to be brought on to the podcast today. We're happy to have you. All right, so to get started with our topic of today is gym or no gym? You know, should you go? Do you need it? All those things necessary to, to find out if you if you need it. So with our first question, Christian, do you think we should go to the gym or not? Uh, I would have to say going to the gym is definitely a, a key in general for most people it's something that everybody should look into you don't necessarily need to jump straight into it but any form of exercise is definitely something people need to look forward to if you want to have a healthy life and it doesn't have to be just physically healthy but mentally as well Mm -hmm. it could contribute to like a whole multitude of different things and aspects that can help better your life in general right Andrew what what do you think on this one I think that the gym is necessary but at the same time it's not once you're able to get your daily amount of like physical activity and just besides walking around and doing stuff once you're like doing some sort of exercise at home whether that's doing push-ups pull-ups or you're just going out for a jog consistently Mm -hmm. multiple times a week then the gym isn't necessary but if you want to go to the gym and that's something that you think you need to do then you should go fit yeah I, I agree with with both of your your statements there like I I do think it's essential to kind of have some type of physical activity that you're doing you know whether that be sports it doesn't have to be the gym you know um growing up I know I use sports as that physical activity and exercise um and I kind of went into weightlifting later on in my life where I thought it was important to kind of grow as a person and and just get a lot stronger that was just one of my goals and I know you know Christian you didn't really have have uh you didn't really get into the gym early on I would say you can kind of talk about yeah. how you started with you know football and and other things yeah, similarly, similarly to you, I started off more just on the, like, being an outdoorsy, like, kid growing up. Mm-hmm. So I used to play a lot of football. I uh, played it throughout high school. And then once I got to university, didn't really have that outlet anymore. And I did enjoy, like, any kind of, like, outside sports. So I'd pick up basketball, anything I could do like that. And then that kind of led into the gym. Mm-hmm. So not having that outlet of football anymore, I, I got turned on to the gym and it like slowly progressed from there into how I am now where it's a daily thing that I I have to do every day right did you um did you ever feel I guess you know quote-unquote afraid to kind of get into the gym or you were kind of like comfortable just doing the exercises or what kind of got you into that that mode so I mean definitely the first it's kind of daunting when you when you now go into like a well, I would say commercial, but any kind of big gym space with mm-hmm. more people. So I started off in like home gyms, I would say, and I kind of was comfortable 
but once I stepped foot into a commercial gym or like a larger gym mm-hmm. with more people, I it I was definitely afraid like at first. Yeah, I was a little shocked, and you just start to get me a little more mindful of what you're doing, and you're a little nervous because like there's a ton of people around you, so that that definitely was a big deterrent at first. But the best way to I found to get through that was getting like a gym buddy. Mm-hmm. So just going yeah. going with a friend. Yeah. yeah. Definitely going with a friend at first, so a couple of friends, and hopefully yeah. somebody who's actually been going to the gym before you, maybe, so they're already pretty comfortable. Mm-hmm. So that that helped me a lot escalate into just feeling I can go into any gym now and, and feel comfortable. So someone that was bigger than you. Well, not necessarily bigger, just somebody who had more experience. <laughs> <laughs> somebody who's been going to gym, like going to commercial yeah, gyms at yeah. least for a long time. Mm-hmm. So it also helps as a teacher as well. So not everybody's gonna go and. Even if you look at videos, it's still difficult to get movements and correct form down. Like you can look at as many videos you want, it's a little difficult. But when you have right. somebody there guiding you, it definitely helps in the whole experience, and it yeah, helps get rid of that that fear as well. Yeah, there's more of a uh, a personal connection, you know, mm-hmm. like they can actually be there with you as opposed to like, like if you if you compare an online trainer with a uh, with a personal trainer that's with mm-hmm. you in the gym. It's a lot different, you know, and you, I, I kind of went through. I've had a, uh, a personal trainer once um, when I ran track, and it was a lot better because you know you could always just look up videos on how to run properly or different different exercises that can help benefit your speed, agility, all those things. But it's never going to be the same if it's not in person, and I think. If you look at it in long term, um, you're gonna need you're gonna, you're always gonna need a personal trainer or someone there to kind of help guide you in that in that uh, space. Somebody has, somebody has to walk you through the movements, you know. Yeah. Like you can like you mirroring something you're seeing is one thing, but somebody walking you through the movements and coaching you and keep an eye on your form and what you're doing is a big plus. It definitely helps get you into a better rhythm of whatever activity, if it's running or if it's lifting weights. Mm-hmm. Would you say I uh, I helped assist you in the beginning with those with those <laughs> things? Uh, you de- <laughs> you definitely helped get me started on thinking of it more seriously. I would say. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I used to go and like, I uh, like play around. I guess is the word I would use, a little bit, and then <laughs> okay. no, I play like I wasn't I wasn't like taking it as seriously. Yeah. So and then I trained a couple times with you and like you you train like very like meaningfully and like focused I would say mm-hmm. so like you got me into understanding how a split works and understand how you should be hitting certain mu- muscle groups a certain time of a week and that kind of progressed from there so like you definitely got the ball rolling and actually being organized mm-hmm. which is another part of the gym a lot of people don't don't know about right what can I say I'm uh I'm here to help <laughs> <laughs> with minimal assistance uh, yes <laughs> okay well I'm just saying, I, I, I got you over the edge of what you needed to become right now. Help, definitely help me take a big leap. A an big absolute leap. beast. <laughs> okay. Very much appreciated. Yeah. Um, so I guess now, right, you, you've, you've gone to the gym for like, what, what would you say? Two, three years, maybe? Mm, I would say like at least four to five almost five years now 
like frequently, properly, like, but like yeah, yeah. Free, it was on and it was on and off for like three years at least, like three and a half, four years was on and off. But like the last like year and a half, it's been frequent, like uh, as in consistently six days a week to five days okay. a week kind of thing. Yeah, and so I guess for those who are kind of um, deterred from going to the gym because you know they may have some type of fear. Um, going into it, seeing different, like, bigger people than you, they're lifting a lot more, and it, and they seem kind of intimidating. Yeah. Um, and you said you kind of felt that way in the beginning. Not intimidating, but, you know, kind of fearful. Oh, of like, oh, it's de- kind of Definitely big, intimidated is, is the word I would use, actually. Oh, okay. Definitely. Well, That's a good word to describe it. Now, you would say that the people around you, like, the bigger people, like, say, the bodybuilders or people that are you know, going in the gym every single day, and you know they are because that's their physique. That's how they look. Would you say mm-hmm. you've gone up to those people and kind of they've they've helped you form um, a better picture of what you need to do in the gym and and how you can kind of improve? Yeah. So at, at first, it's it's quite intimidating. I think people have a, a pretty common misconception that like the big guys or like big girls in the gym are like intimidating <laughs> right. people. Right. No, it, it, they're intimidating even. So at first you are like you're gonna be intimidated by somebody who's throwing around a ton of weight. You're gonna feel like they're like you know. But as you start to progress more, like you realize everybody's either minding their own business, so no one's really like, no one's looking at you and judging you. I'm gonna be completely honest with you. Like right. no one, no one come, no serious person who's in the gym is looking at somebody starting off or somebody coming to the gym and, and judging them. And a lot of the times, as somebody who's new, and like you're going there consistently, the guys who've been there for long would start to like see you there and they even jump in and give you like some pointers or they see that right. you're trying to do something they'll come in and help you out more times than not i've been assisted a couple of times and taught me better form or better exercises to achieve what i'm trying to do and then mm-hmm. you start conversations from there and it, you build like a bond with people yeah so. just as long as you're not doing like a shoulder press or chest press with the leg leg press machine you know yeah like then, then if you're being okay. yeah <laughs> if you're using if you're intentionally doing things like that then you're probably not gonna make many friends but yeah you don't need me jumping on the uh lat pull down uh, <laughs> cables you know yeah. like but a there's, the, man. Yeah. there's also the other side of that coin where there, there are people who come to gym and just kind of do stuff like that and give other people bad names and have bad interactions with, with people so there is that flips up that's not everything but i would say the general consensus of people in the gym are pretty good people mm-hmm. like they're not out there to make you feel intimidated or embarrassed to what you're doing like you're, you're trying to change and make a big change in your lifestyle and they were where you were at one point so they right. definitely know how it feels yeah I think people have to kind of come to their own realization that we're all starting somewhere and you mm-hmm. kind of have to progress and get to the you know goals that you want to reach by doing the things you need to do and not worrying about uh, the other people surrounding you. I mean, they can help, of course, but, mm-hmm. you know, they're not the end-all be-all of decision-making of what you need because everyone's different, so. Oh, definitely. So, Andrew, how did you feel, like, when we first started living together in Rollins in college and I got you to start coming to the gym? Like, how was that experience for you at first? Because I know you were kind of skeptical about it, but how was it? I never really asked you about how you felt walking in. I- I would say it was good and I remember that semester specifically because it was right before you know what happened so 
it was good while it lasted it didn't last for long but i remember i'd go to the gym a lot and it was it, it was something that i look forward to because i would like want to go there after class all the time and days that i wasn't able to go i would feel like let down by myself not by anybody else but it was just something that i look forward to doing all the time that's, that's how it gets yeah it yeah. became like a habit for you i remember yeah. a couple times i wasn't going to the gym and you and you were going without me whereas yeah, before I, it was me like dragging you out yeah i used to beg you to come sometimes and you'd be like nah. <laughs> but that that's just crazy that's just to show how quickly the like the habit can form mm-hmm. like you, you find pleasure in the activities that you're doing and it can kind of take off from there which is what happens i say a good amount of people in the gym not, not gyms not for everybody but Right. I would say a lot of people have that experience with their first, like getting into it after a couple of weeks, you really become, I guess, obsessed with the process. Yeah, I think, I mean, Andrew, I felt like you um, had a lot of energy during that time when you went to the gym. Um, and you would even play, like, I would take you and, and train you in, uh, in football as well. Yeah. You dribble through the cones, and, and you'd hate it because I'd force you to use your weak foot. But that's okay. You <laughs> you did your best, and that's all I that's all I asked for. You know, definitely brought a different side out of him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think uh, to your point, Christian, where like you know, starting out, you may feel kind of reluctant to go into it. Um, like I'm now training. Anna and Arabella right and Anna recently told me she's like yeah I love this so much like this is the best thing you've like done for me like having like going to her with the gym like making sure she does you know the exercises right and she enjoys it because that's one of the things that she told me that she um, looks forward to during the day you know and that's that's great. I'm I'm glad. I'm I'm very happy for her, and and that makes me happy to to know that I can kind of help guide someone in the gym based on what I've experienced in my research and 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 everything. So it's a good start to have someone with you that can guide you in the beginning, so that you can kind of preface your own strengths and weaknesses moving forward. You know, mm-hmm. going into more serious athletic goals physical goals whatever it is you know so i I, it's it's great definitely but with her experience it's clear that she's starting to fall in love with the process right like that guidance i'm sure she was like super reluctant at first but once you ease somebody into that and then they get like an understanding right start to fall in love with it and i also feel like the fact that you're just there with her motivating her is like making it easier for her to get like acclimated (coughs) to the gym because I feel like right. if you were just like telling her what to do, like, and then she goes and does it by herself, she wouldn't be like motivated to do it at all. But when you're there, it's almost like you're well, you essentially are just keeping her accountable and showing her what to do. Right, and I think there's a sense of accountability both ways. You know, like obviously, um, take sports for example. Coach has to be there. He's accountable for being on time and prepping everything. Right. And then the players have to be there on time for practice to train. So there's there's twofold of accountability there where you kind of need to have your own self-awareness going into the going into the gym, training session, whatever it is, to know what you're going to be doing and know that if I don't do this, then it's on me. 
you know. Yeah. So. But seeing as we talk so much about the gym already, what do you all think people can just do in general? Like, say they they just dead set, they don't want to go to the gym. What advice would you give to them to just stay healthy and like fit without the gym? Like, how would you advise them on doing that? I guess there's a multitude of things. Did so if gym is just not for you and you're you're really adamant on on going into that side of the fitness, there's so many other things you can do. Like you can you can really just start going for walks, like a, a brisk walk every day, and you're getting a certain amount of steps in. Is like crazy how drastic your body can change and how much you'll start to see results over a short period of time because your body's starting to get active. So right. anything that gets you moving, um, you could fall back on sports that you used to enjoy doing which is a big thing I know for a lot of my friends in person don't particularly like the gym but they still play football so they go to like pick up games like two to three times a week and that's what keeps them like pretty fit considering that the most of their lifestyle isn't fit per se but that's what has kept them active. in shape yeah they're not very yeah, active. most exactly desk jobs yeah. work from home so but that has kept them active and fit so yeah and I, I guess another thing so like it, it doesn't take a lot you know you can just do a lot of body weight stuff at home okay you can do your push-ups sit-ups um dips if you have a, a dip machine or the dip bar you know um and you can go on a run go on a jog walk whatever it is but starting to move is the most essential part you know the first steps of moving when you don't have anything else or like you live a very sedentary lifestyle you know constantly sitting mm-hmm. and maybe that could be at work or at home and watching everything you know on netflix whatever it is you know just walking in general is is great and you can just throw on a podcast this podcast of course because we're the best <laughs> and um go on a walk and and listen to us and and music whatever makes you feel good just getting out of the house you know and and even for people that that work on my well, i guess like at home jobs on their computers I, there's like a ton of those really tiny treadmills that basically yeah. are flat on the floor I've seen those. Yeah. and yeah. and you have like the desk in front of you and you have it set up and you basically put it at like a normal walking pace and they get like all their steps in for like a week and a day because they yeah. just they're, they're just typing doing whatever they have to do they're watching something on Netflix they're doing. it just it just incorporates smaller things to get you moving right so if you don't enjoy going outside and you don't want to face that then there's things you can do at home in the comforts of your house yeah I'd never seen one of those in in person until like I actually recently um, one of my one of my buddy's sisters she she works from home and she has this full setup and it has the treadmill and everything so it was crazy to kind of see so like it it, it it's if that's something that you are interested in, definitely check it out, see if you like it. Um, but it doesn't take much; it really doesn't. Only like ten, fifteen minutes a day, um, just doing something active. I was thinking one of the drawbacks of like doing it at home by yourself is like you have nobody to keep you accountable but yourself. As so motivation to, is lacking. Yeah, yeah. I would say like if it's just you, you really have to want to do it because. You could just like decide not to do it one day, and then that one day turns into two days, and then you just stop doing everything altogether, and you're right back to where you started. Whereas if you say like you're going to the gym with a friend or whoever, and you don't go one day, they most of the times they're gonna message you and be like, 
yo why didn't you come and then they'll get you to go the right. next day doesn't work with you <laughs> 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 I know a couple people that's okay I'm not gonna name <laughs> names here but <laughs> Andrew not gonna do any name drops um <laughs> But no, you're right. That is the accountability is one part of it, and it's also like the gym is the hardest thing to like any fitness journey. I should say is the hardest thing to start and the easiest thing to fall out of. If you're really yeah, fresh in, like a month or two in, and you miss a week, it's pretty difficult to oh, get yourself yeah, back up like into hell. it. It feels yeah. awful. It's terrible. Even for me, well, for me now, I've like I guess I've broken. It's like a it's a habit now. So I've got mm-hmm. to that stage where I miss a week because I was sick. But as soon as I felt any better straight back in the gym yeah so. yeah and it, it's like say you go consistently for a month and then that one week is just the worst like you're either sick or like you you're traveling whatever it is and you come back in the gym is like wow i feel like I, I feel great that i'm going but like mm-hmm. at the end of it's like wow this is tough like i can't move this weight today mm-hmm. or this whole entire week because you kind of have to adjust again like readjust your body um but it's not as you know long of a turnaround as you think it is you know oh, definitely. and i think consistency is a huge thing that people um lack you know whether that be everyday work but gym is something that if you want to incorporate some type of physical activity you have to be consistent to um, grow and have that development that you want to see. You know, wh- whether that's your weight loss, weight gain, you know, you're, you want to look a certain way, whatever it may be, whatever those goals are, that's something that you have to be on top of day in, Definitely. day out. And one big side I feel like people don't, uh, like when I approach the gym, it's like, especially for me, one big part of it was my diet. Mm-hmm. Right, like yeah. adjusting adjusting Everything. your diet is is a a huge part. If you want to see physical changes, of like you'll get to a certain point if you don't change your diet, just get active, because most people aren't eating a, like a overly gross amount of food or bad foods on daily. But if you are, and you're working out, you get to a point. Like I got to a decent point, but then you just stop because no matter how hard you train, it can't you can't out train a poor diet. So yeah, I've, that's that's very well said i've heard that a, a lot mm-hmm. actually um, yeah <laughs> it's a popular saying yeah it's a popular saying and i think that kind of goes to show that you can't have one without the other right if your goal is to gain 10 pounds of lean muscle right you want to be in a caloric surplus and if you want to lose the weight then you want to be in a caloric deficit and your diet has to be um equal to that of right it needs to be on point with your exercise you know the intensity that you're doing won't make up for you know your bad eating habits especially if you want to look look a certain way and people also need to realize it's a process it's it's a it's a change in lifestyle as well Mm -hmm. you're you're as much uh, going to gym is the first step or getting active is the first step your diet is like i would say the second step into change now how you eat but that it, it doesn't need to be like a crazy fat diet or crazy like that's like the more intense side of the gym life I guess but if you're just looking right. to make a change and be healthy everything in moderation is key but also making sure that in your head you're like okay I want to start 
a healthier lifestyle. I'm going to start eating better. It doesn't mean you have to restrict yourself all the time. Mm-hmm. But cons- and once you keep it consistent, that consistency is the key. So you're changing your whole lifestyle. Don't think of it as like, okay, for two months I'm going to not eat my favorite thing is cake. I'm never going to eat cake. Like don't, mm-hmm. don't look at it like that. So that's a big issue I think for most people when it comes to having a lifestyle change because they think of it as like a very short period of time and then they don't get the results they want to see and they hop back onto the poor lifestyle that they had before. So it's a lifestyle change more than a short-term fix is what the issue I think a lot of people have is. I definitely agree. And, you know, living that lifestyle isn't always the easiest. I think a lot of people are thrown back by that restrictive mindset. And I think you just have to kind of go into it, no expectations. You know, I'm going to do, say, a 15-minute walk today and have it and do that throughout the week. Or I'm going to go to the gym three times a week after work, before work, whatever it is, just to kind of get myself in the routine. And that's something that we're going to talk about in uh, later episodes about routine. But that's something you kind of have to adapt your your body, mind um, to move forward, you know, in in getting active. And I I came across this this video of uh, Joe Rogan on one of his on his podcast. Right. And he was saying, you know, just going to the gym, it it kind it's almost like a remedy you know, to other things that's going on in your life. It it basically can get rid of all the anxiety that you may or may not have, right? Um, because you're lifting hard. You're, you're, you're focusing on lifting the weight. You're focusing on getting better, you know, building that muscle, reaching your goals, and just staying active. That's the key part here, okay? And if it can get rid of you know all the mental issues or blocks that you have previous before going into the into the gym then that's that's wonderful it, it does great things and i think a lot of people that are listening here um may find it helpful and comforting to kind of know that it's not easy but you know just by doing the small things in the beginning going into the gym no expectations that's what you want to kind of go in um, to change things and and show a difference in your in yourself. And Bryce, just before we close off, what are some things that people can do to just stay more fit and healthy, whether that's going to the gym or not going to the gym? Yeah. So a couple of life hacks here. So so like we said before. Um, we want to start walking every day or jogging at a steady pace, you know, 10 to 20 minutes throughout the week. You know, just get yourself up, moving before or after work, whatever it is. And I would suggest not, you know, running on the pavement if you have bad knees. Um, I know Christian has bad knees, so running on the pavement is not friendly. <laughs> no. So, fi- so finding... Not friendly at all. Right. So finding a field or a track that has some cushion is perfect. Another thing you could do is find an online program that you can follow, a trainer or a friend, you know, like we were discussing um, in the beginning. I would kind of help people in the gym, especially my friends, so Andrew, Christian, whoever it is, I would kind of help them 
based on the research I did. Okay, um, finding that person that can kind of help mentor you in diet, nutrition, physical health, those th those um, spaces is what you want to reach. So finding a mentor in that space is perfect because it could be intimidating to you in the beginning, um, but that's okay because we all have to start somewhere. Um, and lastly, do your own research. This is one thing that is has helped me and as we discussed here, Christian has definitely done his own research, looked up a bunch of videos while pairing that with, you know, a partner that he found um, helpful to him in his life to kind of help him build what he, who he wants to be in the gym. Um, so doing your own research. And in the description, we can kind of link a couple people that you guys can follow as well. Um, and just before we go, I'd like to thank Christian for coming on our show with us today. Uh, thank you guys for having me. It was it was awesome. Thank you. I hope Appreciate we, it. I hope you have you on again in the future. That'd be great. I would love to join. Thanks for listening, and stay tuned for the next episode on our Instagram at the Heaping Scoop.